Hi, and welcome back to The Abnormal Christian. I'm Brad Mason. I'm here again with Natasha Mason. Hello. My wonderful wife. <laughs> She's a bit incensed with me. Uh, so this is episode 50. Um, we're coming to a the midpoint. Uh, midpoint. This is episode 50 of 10,000, we hope. Um, this has been a really uh, good episode uh, to have in the middle. It's really kind of a hot button issue. This episode is going to be titled uh, Chick-fil-A Did What? Um, and this is really based off of the end of episode 49 where Natasha wanted to lob a grenade into the... Um, the pl- I really wasn't trying to. Well, you took a shot at them. We were hoping eventually to have some sponsorships from them, maybe some free chicken sandwiches <laughs> or some pickles or something. But, right. And, but now it's completely, I'm pretty sure that we have uh, ruined that chance um, to really draw their attention. Um, but honestly, we don't want that. We don't want uh, you know, sponsors or nothing like that. We don't need it. Um, so this episode is really going to be about what's been going on with Chick-fil-A. If you live in the United States, you probably know about this. If you are outside of the United States, let me explain a little bit ahead of time what uh, Chick-fil-A is. Chick-fil-A is a local um, company within the United States that has been owned by uh, the Kathy family um, since its inception. Um, And they have always been um, consistent with biblical values. They've always stood on a biblically based platform as to how they were going to run their business. Um, And this was very good in the, in the Christian circles because a lot of people went to work there. They knew it was a Christian company. They knew that it supported the same values that they had and they felt really confident in, um, in what this company was doing. Over the last couple of years, since 2012, they've been really getting a lot of pushback because of their biblical views on marriage. That's really the main issue, was that the founder of Chick-fil-A said he believed that marriage was between a man and a woman, as the Bible uh, says that it is. Uh, it's the description that God gives in Genesis uh, with Adam and Eve. Um, so the Bible does say that marriage is between a man and a woman in the sight of God. So that is a position that they, they took uh, to heart, and they stood on that. They refused to open up their stores on Sunday because they believed it was, um, for them, it's the Lord's day and they were going to celebrate that day. Um, and today they're still closed on Sundays. If you want a chicken sandwich there, you have to go, uh, Monday to Saturday to get your chicken fix. Um, so what really happened was, um, when was this? Maybe two months ago, they came out and they decided to change some of their, um, donations, the way they donated. They used to donate to the Salvation Army and other charities that did good work. Um, But they decided that they were going to change the way that they did donations. And their explanation was that they wanted to donate to more local community organizations. They want to do more uh, smaller uh, donations to local towns and local food pantries and things like that. They, they, uh, they claimed, and they still probably do, that they wanted to have more of an impact in the local community um, where they serve their sandwiches at their, their restaurants or whatever. Which is fine. And that's absolutely fine. And, and I think a lot of people took umbrage with them uh, leaving the Salvation Army behind and all these other organizations because they felt like, you know, you're, uh, you're a big donator to those, those groups, and they really depended upon you, and now you've just kind of turned your back on it. So a couple other things have come up since then. I've got an article that I'm actually going to read to us, um, which comes out of the USA Today. Um, I believe it was printed. It was published on December the 9th of this year. Um, let me check that. I'm sorry. December the 4th of 2019. It's entitled Chick-fil-A once inspired me to live out my faith in the workplace. And those days are gone. Um, so um, here's how the article goes. I'm going to read some from it and we'll probably not read the whole thing. It's, it's kind of long. 
but I'll read it kind of quick. Um, this was written by J.P. Duffy, um, and you'll find out who he is as the article goes. He says, as a teenager, I was blessed to work in a place that sought to honor God, but today's youth can't expect to find their values reflected in Chick-fil-A. He says, in 1997, my parents sat me down and told me it was time to get a job and nudged me to apply at Chick-fil-A. At first, I was uncertain about working in the fast food, but I like Chick-fil-A sandwiches and I embraced the company's biblical values. From setting up a Salvation Army angel tree to donating food to church events, I had no doubt this was a God-honoring company. As a regular churchgoer, it was a plus that I would never face the pressure to work on Sundays. So I applied and was hired. On my first day, I found the company's purpose statement in the employee's handbook, and the statement was to glorify God by being faithful stewards of all that is entrusted to us. Impressed, I asked my boss for the story behind it. He explained Truett Cathy's vision for founding a company that honors God in everything. In that conversation, I began to experience what it means to live out one's faith in the workplace. I knew I signed up to do more than sell chicken. That was my first of many such conversations over the next three years. I never attended Cathy's Sunday school or even met him, but he influenced my walk with God nonetheless. And I'm sure the same is true for many of the chain's employees. I can only imagine the number of spiritual conversations that is closed on Sunday's policy has sparked between parents and their children. Sadly, those family conversations have changed dramatically recently. On a Sunday, November 17th, Chick-fil-A was closed as usual. But on Monday, the company's charitable arm cut off future donations to the Salvation Army and sent a check to the Covenant House, a group that has hosted a local drag queen story hour and celebrates LGBTQ pride. A recent Chick-fil-A tax report, I'm sorry, let me back up. No arbiters of justice. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a hate-based scam that has nearly caused me to be murdered. This is what the, uh, D Duffy, Mr. Duffy is saying, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, a recent Chick-fil-A tax report also shows donations to various leftist groups or groups within leftist affiliations. But the biggest shock came when Chick-fil-A donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center, a group with a track record of labeling Christians as haters or groups following Christian beliefs as hate groups. This is the same group that in 2012 inspired a gunman to storm into the headquarters of my organization, the Family Research Council, and attempted to murder my colleagues and me and smash chicken fillet sandwiches, chick fil a sandwiches in our faces. That day, I saw our building manager, Leo Johnson, covered in blood as he was rushed into an ambulance. Despite being seriously wounded, Leo heroically tackled the gunman, saving many lives. The domestic terror shooter Floyd Corkins told the FBI he had picked the Family Research Council as a target from the Southern Poverty Law Center's website. He was angered by the fact that Chick-fil-A's Appreciation Day had been held recently, in which huge crowds lined up at Chick-fil-A restaurants to show support for its president, Dan Cathy, who had expressed support for marriage defined as between a man and a woman. The Southern Poverty Law Center's even lists surgeon Dr. Ben Carson as an extremist until it backed down in the face of public uproar. The SPLC has paid out millions to settle defamation lawsuits, but it continues to maintain an online map and list of groups and individuals it opposes. It opposes. The organization has also faced accusations of corruption from former employees. In spite of all this, Chick-fil-A is largely defending its donation to SPLC. So what, what happened was, is Mr. Duffy worked for Chick-fil-A when he was younger. And as he went on in his career, he moved into working for the um, family 
Research Center. Council. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find that there. The Family Research Council. This was based in Washington, D.C. This is where the shooting took place in 2012. Um, Mr. Corkins went in with the intention of killing the people who worked there. Um, he had brought in, uh, I think it was 25. He had a bag with 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches in it. He was going to shoot and kill people and then rub the sandwiches in their face. And he admitted to the FBI that he got the name uh, and directions, location, of the family council group there off of the Southern Poverty Law Center's website. So uh, he was following them and their anger toward Christians because of their belief of biblical marriage, and he exercised what he felt like was what he was just going to serve his own kind of justice on Christians. So now this is 2012. He was sentenced to 25 years in prison for his attempted murders. Um, the, the, his lawyers tried to say he had mental disorders and all these things, um, but he actually said that he had planned this for a long time. And uh, this grew in him, this anger and hatred toward these people who uh, believed in marriage between a man and a woman, and, and specifically toward Chick-fil-A as a company. So Chick-fil-A over the years um, has been taking a lot of heat for this, uh, that they believed in traditional marriage. Until recently, they decided to donate to a couple different groups. One of the groups they donated to was the Covenant House. I read that in the article there. Um, they gave money to the Covenant House in California and the Covenant House in New York City or New York. Um, the uh, they Those two groups alone, those two uh, locations of Covenant House, had nothing to do with the Drag Time Story Hour. They're the ones who support that. Covenant House does. Um, but, and Chick-fil-A tried to you know, throw that out there. We kind of didn't give that, you know, to them for that. Um, but then, uh, Chick-fil-A gave a hundred thousand dollars to the overall head organization of covenant house that does support that. Um, and if you don't know what that is, that's where uh, someone who is transgender comes into a local library or school and has a story hour for children, five years old, or, you know, five to 10 years old, and they're dressed up and they're trying to present and, and you can defend this any way you want. And that's fine. I have no issue with people in their lives wanting to live their life how they want to. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, but there's no need to bring in sexual imagery or sexualize, um, ideas to children who are five years old. They have, they have no business doing that. I mean, even as a straight man who believes in marriage between a male and a female, I'm really not going to go in there and try and talk about my sexuality to children or put it on display so that they might see it because that is absolutely offensive. No matter who you are, it doesn't matter what gender you claim to be. That is offensive for everyone. Children are innocent and don't deserve to have that put on them. So the very fact that anyone would support that organization is a problem for us as Christians, because we see that there, the Bible talks talks about this innocence that uh, we should be protecting in our children. Jesus said, suffer not the little children come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven, right? He was saying, it's better for a man to take a millstone and tie it around his neck and to cast himself into the sea, which is basically committing suicide. It's better for you to do that than it is to harm one of these little ones. And so here what we're talking about is people coming in and trying to present their idea, their version of sexuality to children who are young and impressionable. Um, and those are, those are adult ideas that they should not even be confronting, really, honestly, um, in my opinion. And you can say I'm wrong. I don't care. That's just how I feel about it. We should all be on that same equal basis that children don't need that in their life. They don't need to know what sex is at five years old. It's just unnecessary. Um, and so this is where it gets into Chick-fil-A. They're giving these donations. So then they give to the SPLCA, whatever, Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, and, and, the Southern, and they are very, um, the Southern Poverty Law Center is very uh, problematic because they claim that we as Christians are hate group which is completely opposite of everything that we, we believe in the scripture, that God is love and that we are supposed to react and to live in love with uh, all those who are around us. Scripture says, 
if it's possible, if it's at all possible, live peaceably with all men. We're not supposed to be trying to start fights because we're supposed to be lovers of peace and lovers of truth and justice and all these things that God is, is what we're supposed to do. Now, people take that to mean that we're never going to stand up for the truth, that we're going to back down when these things come up. And this is why people really love Chick-fil-A because they really stood up for it where, you know, uh, the, the two or three people who work a job who might all agree can't speak out. Um, because the company might have a position, say your company has a position and you feel a certain way, you don't have the opportunity to say how you feel because it doesn't really matter. What matters is that they don't want the one person on the, over here. They'll, they'll offend 300 people just to make one person happy. That's how these things work these days. And so you don't have these, these, you know, these moments where you can f express your feelings. Um, and people felt like Chick-fil-A was doing that. And so what has really happened is people feel a little betrayed. Um, Mr. Duffy, who writes this article, goes on to ask for people to boycott Chick-fil-A. There's a petition that you can sign um, where you can, uh, they're going to send it to the Cathy's and they're going to say, please reevaluate your position, right? We want you to reevaluate who you're giving money to. Um, we've, we're seeing this change in culture. Um, the Boy Scouts of America changed. The Boy Scouts of America said, we're not just going to be Boy Scouts anymore. Now you can just be any gender and you can be a scout. Um, you're going to go camping together. You're going to, you know, you can use the bathroom together. You can shower together. Things that children should not be doing. But we're going to do that because we don't want to offend the one, but we'll offend the multitude. Um, in the article, he goes on to talk about, you know, it's not impossible for a company or an organization to maintain its Christian roots within our culture and society. And he points toward Hobby Lobby because they over there are still one of the holdouts. Hobby Lobby is still following biblical principles. They're still closing on Sunday, I believe, um, they're still following the word of God when it comes to how they run their company. And as a business owner, you have every right, whether you are an atheist, whether you are a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, whatever you are, it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, where you're at, you have the right to serve and to operate your company within the principles that guide your life. And this is, this is troublesome for some people because they want to force themselves on you. Um, we've all heard about the cake bakers and all these people who they go out of their way. They, they pass eight bakeries to go find a Christian one to cause a problem and to cause an uproar. And uh, the Supreme Court has ruled a couple times on these kind of things and said, you know, we're not going to infringe on this guy's religious freedom. This is how he feels. But here we are today and we're looking at this. So the, I get to that point to bring up this because um, as much as I really enjoy the article by Mr. Duffy and as much as I enjoyed what he's saying there, there's a problem. And I think the problem that we have is <clears throat> it's going to come out to be, what do we, where do we see ourselves in this? Do we boycott Chick-fil-A because they don't agree with our opinion? I mean, what do you think about that? <clears throat> well, I think it's, it's, it's hard to find anyone or any organization that doesn't have something that would be disagreeable. Absolutely. I agree me. with that completely. So as a Christian living in the world, what are we supposed to do? Right? So let's just uh, real quick, um, fortune, fortune put out a, a list of the top 13 companies that were LGBTQ friendly. No issues with that. You want to hire LGBTQ. That's great. That's awesome. Everyone needs a job. Everyone needs to be treated equally, but that we know that doesn't, that's, that's going to put a, a burden, an undue burden on a believer because we have certain viewpoints of how we feel. Now we don't go out and beat people over the head and tell them they're right and wrong about how they live their lives. You want to live your life, go and live it, right? Go do what you want to do, but we're going to serve God in a certain way. But you've got General Motors, you've got Amazon, you've got Walmart, you've got Apple. Those are there's four companies right there that I guarantee you the majority of people listening to this podcast, the majority of Christians and Americans, 
uh, are still going in opera. Most people are going to Walmart. Everybody's still going there. Everybody's still ordering off of Amazon. Jeff Bezos didn't get to be the multimillionaire that he is because we took a stand and boycotted. They didn't believe in our opinion. They didn't agree with our position. These are the same thing. And, and the reason I'm using the LGBTQ is because that's the same argument that everyone's going to use against Chick-fil-A. They're donating money to this organization that supports this. Well, we should stop. We should boycott it, right? I mean... Well, we should probably boycott everything. Yeah, well, I, if, I, that's if, my point. If that's the litmus test that we're using. And that is my point. Sorry. Um, we, are, we are really in this place in our society where we're saying, yeah, this really, and really, does it offend me or am I angry with them? You know, am I angry with them because they, they turn the other way? I think that's really more of what it is. People are angry and they're saying we should, we should boycott them because we're angry. They need to come back and do the right thing. Listen, I'm going to take, Jesus said the, the disciples had asked him, they said, well, so do we pay taxes? Just quick and simple. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Unfortunately, he says yes. He says, "Do we do we have to pay taxes?" And Jesus said, uh, "Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and you render unto God what is God's." Now the Romans were taking taxes, and they were using that money to pay their soldiers, and the soldiers were using their uh, their jobs to persecute Christians and to crucify people. So you could take the step; it might be a long one. That my taxes as a Jewish man went to oppress the Jews who lived in Jerusalem. It went to crucify my brethren. It went even tax money that they paid in went to crucify Jesus. Because they had to buy the cross, they had to uh, they had to have the soldiers paid to take him up there to crucify him. So tax money even paid for his own death. And so when you look at it, you would say, "Oh, you know, well then maybe they shouldn't have paid their taxes." But Jesus said, "Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and you render unto God what is God's." Because there's three levels of responsibility. There is the personal responsibility that I have. There is the responsibility of a nation that a nation has, and then there's the responsibility that a business has. And there might be more than that, but those are the only three I'm hitting right now. So really what it is, is it comes down to this. If I am using my money to purchase a product, that is honestly the end of it. This is the reason I give to homeless people if I can, when I see them and I really have money. Um, is because, and you know, I read an article, the guy said he was going to give a man some money and his son said, but dad, he might go get some alcohol or drugs or something. And he said that, what does that mean to me? I see a man who needs something. So I give to him what he does with it is he's responsible to God for what he does. I'm responsible to God for what I do. So paying my taxes, the federal government might give $500 million to Planned Parenthood to, uh, to do abortions that I completely disagree with. But should I stop paying my taxes? No, because I have an obligation and a responsibility to do that. The government has an obligation. The nation has an obligation to God and how it uses those funds. And that doesn't always fall back on us. Same thing with Chick-fil-A. If I'm hungry and I want to buy a chicken sandwich and I want to buy something to drink and I want to buy a product, whatever it is, if I want to buy their product, I like their service, their people are kind and good to me then that's where my money is. My money is buying that product. Now, what that company and those those people who run the company, the Kathy family does with it, they're going to answer to God for that, not me. Now, we can, you know, definitely we can hold back and say we're going to boycott. Absolutely. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and boycott them. But my my advice would be you should kind of boycott everything else that you disagree with. Don't go to Walmart. Stop going to your local grocery store. I won't call out any grocers, but almost every grocery store in America supports the same things that Chick-fil-A is supporting now. We're not going to eat anymore. Chevron, um, General Motors, major companies that we, AT&T, I mean, there's, it's, there is a, just a gigantic list of companies, Walgreens that supports these things. And the question is, are you just going to stop going there? You're going to stop buying their products? Well, I think that 
when you're a business and you're a big corporation, they're basically trying to make happy the most people that they possibly can to keep those people coming back and buying their product and giving them money. Absolutely. Okay, I get it. I understand that. And this is Chick-fil-A. Honestly, right now, if you want to know why they're doing this, Chick-fil-A is trying to get into new markets. They're trying to expand their business, and uh, they're getting pushback today. Today. Actually, um, I don't remember the city, but there was a city that was voting on whether there were going to be a Chick-fil-A there or not. And they said no, because they don't like their stance, even though they've changed um, their position now on who they're donating money to. Um, they they their really names... might as well just stick with it. Because sure. at this point, they are so synonymous with. Yeah, with the religious right that, group, you know, I mean, <laughs> that they risk really ostracizing their biggest group of supporters. That's but, true. But it's not going to hurt their business. Again, not they're a business. They make the decisions. I'm not on the board, so no. I have no say in that. No, we have no say. But the, the main reason here, the main thing we're really wanting to call out into this is that, um, and, and that's why I said reserve your opinion at the beginning, because we're not saying that people can't live how they want to live. You live how you want to live. You do what you want to do. You know, the Bible lays out clearly for us. It defines clearly for us what is a sin and what is not a sin. And if you want to live outside of God's word, and if you want to live your own life and do it your own way, you can do that. You're more than happy to go do that. But there are consequences. I tell everybody this. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There are consequences to everything that we do. Every sin that we do, everything that we we do in the flesh, everything that we do in the carnal man, there are sin, there, there's consequences to every bit of that. And I really don't, I don't, to be quite honest, I don't understand why this one sin in particular seems to be the only thing that everyone focuses on because God God doesn't like sin, period. No, I agree with that. Regardless of what it is in reference to. And here's the difference. I want to explain the difference because you, you, you bring up a really good point. Why does this sin seem to be so problematic? And it is for this reason. Is murder wrong? Yes. Is stealing wrong? Yes. Is adultery wrong? Yes. Is lying wrong? Yes. Is, um, I mean, you could say coveting, but most people are not going to say that that's wrong, but coveting would be wrong. But I'm giving you, so we got a couple of solid ones there. We know uh, lying is wrong. We know murder is well, wrong. I we know adultery is wrong. I think everybody can agree on <clears throat> Right. That. So those are sins that we as a society acceptably agree together as wrong. We all say they're wrong. And when people do it, we say, that guy's a murderer, that guy's a liar, that guy's, you know, all these things. So when it comes to the LGBTQ thing, it's it's different because people are wearing their sin as their lifestyle. And so now imagine if somebody was a murderer and they came out and said, I'm a murderer. I was born this way. Can't help it. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, there are those that are kind of proud of it. Right. But we don't accept that in society. Right. We don't let people walk around with blood on their hands and a knife and say, well, I'll just kill people as I go. We're just accepting Right. And so that's the difference. That's the difference between this specific. And this is something. And honestly, if you want to be in sin, that's your business. If you want to go out and do whatever you want to do, go and do it. You don't need my support. You don't need me to pat you on the back. You don't need me to march in a parade with you. But I think the thing is that they want to force you to well, be okay with it. And that's where we're getting to. That's, that is the, the, the this and is Chick-fil-A. That, that, honestly, that is the crux of the issue. Exactly. It is the, and, and we're not against, again, 
You know, people do what they want to do, and we've got to love them regardless. The scripture says that. It says we're supposed to love those. Uh, we're, we're supposed to love our enemies. We're supposed to love our friends. We're supposed to love our families. We're supposed to love everyone. It is not my place to place judgment upon people, but it is my place to tell them that God loves you. He wants you to uh, repent of your sins, and he wants you to turn to Christ. That is the message for everyone, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter where you go. Um, and unfortunately, that message, that very message that I just spoke is going to be a problem for Christians in the future. Maybe not the near future, but within the next 100 years, the message that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life is going to be an issue. It's going to be a problem. And when you have companies, this is this is the honest bottom line of all this, is people are disappointed and let down by a Chick-fil-A, but they shouldn't be. Because Chick-fil-A is not where I put my salvation. It's not where right. my hope is. It's not where my faith lies. Whether the Kathy family up and, you know, tomorrow, if they came in and they just flipped their whole business and just went completely worldly, it shouldn't really upset me at all. Because I don't walk with them. I walk with the Lord. I don't follow after Chick-fil-A and chicken sandwiches. I follow after God and his righteousness. That's where everything's at is right there. So my, you know, just we wanted to hit on this and talk about it a little bit because just a little disappointing. It's, it's big in the news. It is disappointing. Um, but again, unless we But it we're, is what it is. Humans yeah. are going to disappoint. <laughs> unless we're absolutely going to boycott everything, which we're not, we have to take it uh, with a grain of salt. And we have to understand that if we're purchasing a product, you know, I mean, how many of us are still buying Nike products that are made by children in other countries? I don't see people putting that down. Right. You know, yeah. I don't see... We, we see Disney Plus, some of the things they've been running on Disney Plus. We don't see people canceling their subscriptions. We're not Netflix. going to Disney World. No. I mean, so there's, a, there's so many different things in our society that you have to remember. We live in the world. This is, according to the Bible. We are in Egypt. Yes, we are in Egypt. And so the, the things that are done around us are, are going to be a reflection of the world that we live in. And we're not, we shouldn't be surprised by it. The only thing we should do is continue to pray and continue to minister and witness to those and continue to... Uh, long and yearn for the day when Jesus does come back and he sets up a righteous kingdom and sin is done away with. I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to the day where, um, the rotten things that I've done, the rotten things that I do as Brad Mason are no longer important. They're gone. They're gone for me. So that's what I look forward to working on this guy right here. So we appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like it, please share it with your friends and family. Um, again, all of it is, is meant out of love. Hope nobody takes this the wrong way. Um, and they will. And someone will. <laughs> and I'll probably get some hate mail. If you want to email me, you can email me abnormalchristian at gmail.com. I'd be happy to have emails and comments. Um, if you would like to, uh, we ask that you like and subscribe to the podcast. Continue to listen in and uh, give us your thoughts and opinions on some of these subjects. Maybe uh, maybe some of this you think I've got wrong. That's fine. Um, share your opinion. We, uh, lo we love you anyway. Yes. You can uh, find us on Facebook and on Twitterverse, we're still tweeting Instagrams. Yeah, so anyway, we will catch you next time. Bye.